So what we want to try to discuss a little bit and shed some light on is our need for what we can call autonomy and dignity. Now, what does that mean? That's what we want to figure out. So we say uh, we can start with uh, creatures much simpler, uh, hopefully, than ourselves, such as animals, uh, and um, we're simpler animals, certainly. Uh, and we say that they likewise appear to have a need for something that, that, that might be described by the terms, such as those we use. For example, we might have um, a pet uh, mouse or guinea pig or gerbil or something like this, and it might be very cuddly and in love when we pick it up, as it would appear. And yet there's some creatures that hate when, when, when they get picked up, and they panic and they freak out. Right? We might have... Uh, be raising some chickens. So we pick up a, a chicken. It's going crazy. First of all, it's running around trying to make sure we don't catch it. Uh, uh, and, and then it, it's going crazy. Why? Why does it care? There's an ant. We put our finger in the way of an ant and it's, it's, uh, it might be bugging out, right? We try to catch a fly. It's very hard to do. Fly tries to go, right? Uh, even plants, apparently, they want to reach for the sky, shoot for the stars, right? If they miss land that way. But they want to Race for the sun, uh, as it would appear, uh, and there's some interesting uh, kind of interactions that, that plants have with, with each other and such. So we see just uh, an amazing range uh, of here concerning um, c concerning this drive for dignity and autonomy. What would we attribute it to? And obviously, by the way of ourselves, we see that we, we very much want uh, uh, dignity. We want autonomy. We don't want to feel repressed. We don't want to feel squashed. We don't want to feel like somebody is taking away our capacity to uh, to be ourself, to, to be uh, free, and, and do whatever it is that, that we want to do in whichever way, uh, whether it's a person, whether it's quote-unquote society, whether it's a, a, our bank account or, or the uh, lack of, of uh, content in the bank account, uh, whatever it might be. Uh, we, we don't want to be held back our body. We don't want to be held back by physical limitations, by our mind, uh, by emotional limitations, by fear, by anxieties, things like this. So uh, what, what can account for this? So we would say that any explanation that we give that is not final uh, is simply begging for us to ask why one more time, just like a little kid. Why, 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 right? Uh, and uh, consequently, we would say that that there's, we're just wasting time ultimately by giving these kind of pseudo uh, explanations. For example, the reason is because every creature wants to survive. Why does it want to survive? Right? It's one thing for a material uh, object to continue to subsist in one state of organization or another. It's another thing for it to quote unquote want to survive. Right? Why? So we we continue to push, and eventually uh, we've no choice but to uh, cite a, a nature uh, that is. What it is, and uh, excuse me, in regard to which we're no longer able to ask why, because we're able to ask why in regard to that which which comes into being. So, for example, if our car was moved uh, on our driveway, we can ask why. Hey, relative or friend, why is my car moved? I, I parked it over there. Well, because I it was in the way of my car. Okay, we get an explanation. But if something hasn't moved, how can we ask why? Why is 2 plus 2, 4? We can give a, a, a breakdown uh, a, a, of an explanation that, that accounts for that statement. But if we've reached the elementary point that hasn't moved into being, th that's it. It is what it is. So we would have to eventually cite a nature that has not moved into being. That is what it is. And, and as it would appear then, our nature is, is, is constantly seeking its expression in, in every single form of life. And, and part and parcel of which is that drive for autonomy, for dignity, 
for uh, uh, for in all of that for independence. Perhaps we could characterize it as or use the term in regard to. So, having said that, uh, dealing with this, uh, navigating this drive that we have for autonomy and dignity is is of absolute importance if we want to be successful as a being. Meaning, we understand it's possible to be successful. In a, in a concrete way, for example, I was successful at digging holes, digging ditches, uh, successful at uh, climbing trees, standing on my head. Possible to be successful like that, or it's possible to, su- to be successful, excuse me, as a being. The two can go together, but they don't have to. It's probably more preferable to be successful as a being if we had to choose, because then we can enjoy whatever we have. It's worth being ourselves versus we can have the most the superlative, meaning great success. Uh, externally, if we haven't been successful as a being, then we're not uh, enjoying it. We're not there to, to enjoy it. It's suffering, so we don't really want that. Many uh, things such as can be referenced by terms such as mental health, emotional health, maturity level, humanity, more ethical development, things like that. The, the good stuff. So uh, we would say that uh, how we manage this drive is absolutely key because if we manage it poorly, we, we, we play ourselves big time. We say that Everything negative that, that we see in the world, it can be thought of as an expression of this drive uh, for dignity, all the negative behavior. For example, a serial killer, uh, Gunnar Sirbid, is, is abused. Uh, Gunnar Sirbid for both being abused and being a serial killer. But uh, during childhood and um, personality doesn't really form, socialization doesn't occur. And there's, trem- there's this tremendous excuse me, psychological need to compensate for a deficit of dignity experienced at a key developmental time. Right. Uh, this uh, my my adoptive father and mother really beat me and really treated me poorly. Now I feel suppressed. I feel like my fundamental nature has been insulted, and my own I don't have any broader tools at my disposal to 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 alleviate that. Tools of self knowledge or even tools of socialization where I can channel that desire at, into success into something socially acceptable and and constructive, such as becoming the wealthiest or the best. Uh, boxer, fighter, something. Yes, I, I don't really have those tools. What can I do other than, well, I can, but in this case, the, the person unconsciously is led to the path of compensation by the way of, of taking the lives of others, exerting control over them, power, and, and, and all these kinds of things. Or, for example, somebody, again, the, the person's mode of interaction is one uh, that um, has to do with putting other people down, being very mean, being very aggressive, things like that. Excuse me. Right? And here also, it's some kind of uh, drive for dignity. It's a a deficit of dignity and 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 a drive. I feel like a nothing. I feel like a nobody. I feel like my dignity is in jeopardy, so I want to assert myself to once again feel like myself. Maybe if I say this mean thing to the person or I beat them or I assault them, goodness forbid, something like this, I'm going to again feel empowered. I'm going to feel fundamentally like I want to feel. So we see if we mismanage our drive for dignity, there can be big problems. And uh, more kind of uh, less extreme, just uh, uh, if I uh, I'm sunken in the blind pursuit of success of what's considered success in my cultural milieu without any kind of self-consciousness, without any ultimate plan for my human development. Also, probably not the best bet, meaning for dignity, I need to have a big sum uh, in my bank account. So I'm willing to do whatever it takes for that. For dignity, I need to uh, deal a lot of these substances that can really hurt people. So I'm willing to do whatever it takes for that because I want that dignity. I want that autonomy. I want that freedom. All that. So, uh, well, that's one way is just dealing with it in the unconscious way. And then we have to hope that a person has been uh, uh, socialized and, and raised properly. And obviously, if 
uh, a kid, a child has been exposed to the ample love and acceptance and, and, and proper cultivation, it's much more likely that even in the unconscious natural state, there will be a much healthier way a pursuit of dignity uh, such that uh, it concerns um, healthy relationships, uh, work and, and love, all that's been said, all those kinds of things. Excuse me. But um, we would say that, excuse me, even then, it's not ideal to remain unconscious. It, it is not, nonetheless uh, the, the, the ideal to, to come into our unconsciousness, understand this process, and really um, uh, try to, to, to consciously direct or, or drive for dignity. So here, we would say, how do we do that? We would have to acknowledge that where it's coming from, which is not something purely superficial. Like, oh, I just want to succeed just because I want to succeed or just because my brain told me so or just because that this theory or something. So it's a deep thing. It has to do with our nature. We want to find the highest possible expression for our nature. And, and, and that's really the trick of life. So how do we do that? We become conscious of it and then we begin to mold uh, ourselves. First of all, we can focus on deriving our dignity uh, from uh, what we directly control, which is our choices. Then we can think about what is our, my true good. Is my true good to remain in the unconscious and sentient, almost uh, pathological, physiological animal state? Or is it to elevate myself to, to a higher mode of life? The latter, obviously. How do I do that? I have to uh, uh, ran myself in. I have to control myself. I have to become conscious of myself. How do I do that? I pursue it uh, throughout the course of my activities. And I see that I can derive dignity from something external. Uh, I, I wore a, a nice watch. Or I can derive dignity from a, a quiet private uh, defeat of a lower inclination, of a desire to lash out, to be enraged, to act like an animal, something like this. Now I make it a habit of deriving my dignity and pride from conducting myself like a human being, but without hopefully growing that vanity. Now I'm able to feel, I feel an intrinsic sense of self-worth and, and kind of I've gathered myself together as opposed to just being all over the place. And now I don't need anything external to derive dignity. I have dignity of my own self. I feel good just the way that I am. Now uh, my, my goal as it concerns others is to, to elevate them. Somebody insults me. Somebody messes with me. Then I can be conscious of my desire to reestablish my dignity. And I can think rationally about the way to do that. Should I give them a beating or try to unless they give me a beating? Maybe that's appropriate. Maybe it's appropriate that I just turn the other cheek. Maybe... It's appropriate that I, I, I reverse it and I speak very kindly, whatever the case may be. But I, I'm deriving my dignity from my humanity, from my, my rational mind, as opposed to from my reactions or from something unconscious or pathological. Now I do that and I get the ball rolling and then hopefully uh, I, I can manage this need for dignity and autonomy and independence and freedom in a much higher, loftier way than I would in my unconscious natural state. Let's think about it. Let's do it. Thank you for listening.